can't be happening. After months hiatus here we fucking go <laughs> we're finally back uh what what episode is this what i think number? it's 10 episode 10 we didn't even make it to 10 um <laughs> i feel like we owe somewhat of an explanation um long story short jake went on tour to california when we were supposed to record it and it just didn't happen he came back we were all busy and then dylan went on tour for a month which I went on part of that with him. So it was just kind of one thing after another, but we're back and we still plan. We did try to do it day. in Atlantic city. I was told to wake up at 8 AM in Atlantic city and record it, but that happened. So yeah, we're human and we have jobs <laughs> and shit. So we're still going to do this, but um, yeah, it just, we were busy as fuck, but um, yeah. So it's me, Dylan and Jake and we got Ben. I'm going to call him Ben sticky with That's us. Sticky. Uh, and then we got uh, every week. I swear to God, we got Eric, <laughs> Eric Wolk, aka Slumdog Millionaire, aka where are you from? Oh, Easton, Eric. Uh, yeah. All right. Now Philly, so, Eric. Right? Philly, Eric. Yeah, he Eric he's Eric. I'm Philly, Eric. Now, <laughs> dude, yeah. I just realized this is the Lehigh Valley episode. Me and Eric. I'm from fucking shit. Pritchard, dog. Yeah. <laughs> you fucked up, bro. Easton, Eric will never die. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so we're going to go over, we have a bunch of new music to go over. We're going to miss some, so we're sorry about that, but I tried to write down shit like over this last month or so, cause I knew we were going to do this again, eventually. Uh, we're going to talk about, this is hardcore. We're going to talk about the shackled show and just like the usual shit, nothing different. Um, so y'all just want to start with new music. Yeah, let's fucking there do we it. Go. All right. Yep. First, uh, this band is probably, I think the best release of the year so far. It's killing pace. Um, I'm pretty fucking exhausted with heavy hardcore at the moment, but when this came out, it was just like, I don't know. I think I listened to it like literally 10 times in a row when it came out. Yep. Agreed. Uh, we, we played with them on the year of the knife tour. They oh, opened did? The sh- yeah. They opened the show. They didn't it have music be- out. Oh, okay. Was it yeah. sick as fuck? They were, they, they fucking were amazing, bro. They were so good. So fucking tight for never, I don't think they had played before. So 
Damn. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, the, the demo is sick, but yeah, we, I was excited to hear the music after playing with them and uh, it didn't disappoint. It, I yeah. think I, the day it came out, everyone boasted it. Like Dude, everybody it boasted it. Fuck, yeah. Um, I think I mean, on our whole hiatus of when we were gone, that's the best uh, release. So I'm going to start with that. I agree. I, I literally think that's my favorite. I think that's the best thing this year so far. You know, that, that is probably in my top three. Like, I don't know what it is about Richmond, but like this kind of reminded me of like Enforce, how I first felt when I heard them for the first time. Like I was yeah. really hyped on that, but I think I like this even more. Like it's just so goddamn fast and brutal. Like, yeah, it's sick. Yeah, yeah. It's sick. Uh, next, it's, it's, it's the what? same kids, right? It's the same kids I, as Enforce. I think so. I think it's a, a couple I of the same people. Yeah. That makes sense. I, I was hoping that, that was the case, honestly. Just a quick like, comment on it. I know it's not the same style at all, except it being short, fast, and loud, but the record literally reminded me of like Nails, Unsilent Death, because yeah, very it's much. like eight or nine songs, but it's over in like 12 or 10 minutes. It's, and it yeah. just goes through so quick, but e- every song has its like own uniqueness to it. And I don't know, you could listen to it like 20 times and not get bored. Oh, it definitely yeah. Nails vibes. Sure. Yeah, agree. All right, moving on. Uh, the next band was Blazing Tomb. I don't, I don't know if they're from Richmond. I might be completely wrong. I think. Do you know Eric? Are they like from that area? I don't know what the fuck this is. <laughs> I didn't listen to it. Either. Yeah, I have no uh, idea what you uh, said. It's brother. sick. It's just like it's kind of <laughs> like a death metal hardcore band. It's called Blazing Tomb. It's sick. Nice. We'll move on then. Uh, next, <laughs> the in- new, new, new end of one. Hey, bro, we're back. Yeah, the one release came out on Streets of Hate. I got the oh, CD. Yeah. It's in my room somewhere. Uh, it's pretty sick. We we kind of talked with Alex about this, but I think it's kind of like, I don't know. It's sick that a band that old can put out new music and it's not just complete and utter dog shit. You know what I mean? I mean, and the people yeah. in the band, like, you know, you know what you're getting into and they're, they're going to write still go to shows bullshit. and shit. So yeah. 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 Exactly. That's they, the whole part of it. They did a show up in the Hudson Valley with Not One Truth and a bunch of other Vomit and, Forth, uh, right? Because um, that was when we were on tour. I was so bummed. Yeah, I fucking we missed it. Uh, Fool's Game was playing Long Island that night, and I was honestly like really bumming that I had to miss that because it seemed like it was going to be a legendary couple of sets that night. I yeah. heard it once from everyone that was there. Yeah, so the new end of one to sick. Uh, shout out Street to Hate. Uh, next, this band is from Richmond, uh, Downfall. I thought the new release was pretty sick. Um, they didn't do anything for a long time. They definitely came back. It's definitely heavier than the other stuff, but yeah. it's it's pretty sick. I, I liked I, it uh, more than I thought, to be honest. I, yeah, so I, I didn't. I I loved the demo. I didn't really care for like the EP they did, but I checked this. I actually checked this out with Greg the other day, and it was I, it was so much better than I thought it would be. And I've been listening yeah. to it a bunch. I agree. The EP wasn't even bad. I just kind of forgot about it, but the demo yeah. is fucking amazing, straight up. Yeah, uh, so the new downfall is is, is the winner promo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The winner, the winner promo they released it like right before like FY 2018 or 19, whenever. Yeah, and those, I remember that. Those yeah. are the best downfall songs to me. Yeah, that should. I remember. I remember me and Eric were driving somewhere, and he put those on. And I was actually like blown away because I hadn't listened to that yet. Uh, but up until for a long time, my only exposure to downfall had been that kind of mid EP, which literally has one song that I care about. Yeah. Um, but I think this record, like production wise they like i'm just glad that they changed it up they didn't 
rest on their laurels. They kind of went for something new, and I think that's cool. Dude, I I oh, think yeah. like you said, the production. I think the production's so awesome. I like had it blasting in my car, and it just sounded so fucking good. Yeah, I mean it's it's very uh, dazed core in a good way, obviously. That's vibes. Yeah. They, they didn't they didn't really seem like a like Not a band that you would go core. after. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. Um, but like what? Well, when I I'm sorry, I'm like. I was playing Fortnite. He's, but, he's literally playing Fortnite um, as we record this. So. <laughs> like, uh, before, before the music came out, I didn't think that they would be like, I was like, uh, like shocked that that uh, he put them out. You know what I mean? Because Dude, it didn't really sound lumpy? like a day's like release before like their music, I don't think. Yeah, I think the new sense. stuff sounds like, definitely could see it being up. Uh, yeah, days and lumpy well, like you said, it's it's heavier. Like, like they oh, it's definitely heavier. heavier yeah. like, and also, uh, like the art too, like the way they change, like the art for the demo and the promo and the EP. I feel like all like maybe we're in the same lane, but the art in this is kind of fucking wild compared to what they were doing before. Oh, but definitely, it, does fit the music. it look, literally looks different. like uh, it literally looks like a hate thousand type artwork type band. I don't know. It looks like some reprisal shit. But um, they, all right, kind of the transition from hard to heavy. Yeah, Definitely. it's kind of cool. It, that's like I feel like that's not a lot of bands do that anymore too. So it's yeah. kind of cool to like. I mean, they still got the same like uh, chuggy parts and shit they had on the demo and stuff. Uh, yeah. Downfalls is is epic. I hope they play some shows or fest and some shit soon. I haven't seen them since I think UB like twenty eighteen. They, they played Jersey. Like they played Jersey like six months ago. It was fucking awesome. Like people were moshing hard as fucking. It was FYA twenty nineteen. Sick. Didn't I, they play I the saw them at UB. I think it was, was FYA 2019 they played. They played the year that it got moved back to like the Orpheum. That I was. Saw, I saw them at UB at some point. I don't know. No. <laughs> uh, okay, we got to move on. Uh, next is that band Speed. Anyone? I honestly didn't check it out. I think it's good. You know, they consistently do cool stuff. A lot of dive bombs, a lot of gang vocals. Uh, they know what people like and they know what they're good at, and they, and it, they and the songs are short. I, I like it. I think it's cool. And the there's like videos of them, like when the, when it came, there's videos of them playing, and it looked wild. So, dude, yeah. they yeah. I mean, no offense to Australia, but not many uh, notable bands coming out of there. And primitive recent blast, bro. Facts. That's that's recent the only one I could think of. Years, yeah, literally. <laughs> but yeah, speed. Uh, next, sinister feeling. I thought this band was pretty sick honestly i don't think they got like the attention that they deserve i don't know you know how that goes some shit just doesn't stick but um i thought the demo was cool very fast you know i like it we, we played with them on tour and they had the best set so where'd you play the them at? uh baltimore baltimore okay okay yeah they they had the best set of the day it was cool oh, yeah. i think the crim has a similar energy to me or at least i'd like to put myself in his league of a bass player who just plays in a bunch of different bands that none of them sound the same and he's an awesome dude an awesome front man thank you yeah. oh yeah well put all right next uh yeah, echo I chamber. twice all right oh, not sorry. a brag this motherfucking <laughs> cocksucker bro all right next uh echo chamber i just listened to this today i think it's sick as fuck it's apparently from germany um it's like i don't know like I don't know how to explain it. Like it's like New York hardcore, but definitely like on the heavier side, I would say. It's just like hard, heavy type 
hard ass hardcore. That's the best way I could describe it. I don't know if anyone else listened to it. I know it came out. Uh, like I, I haven't cared about hardcore since the the podcast stopped, and I have to care again. So, <laughs> yeah. well, I may have been the only one to listen to it because it came it came out um pretty recently, but it's fucking sick. Uh, so I would check that out if you like HXC, bro. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. It was late. All right. Next is that band Ender that spells their name like they're fucking Forrest Gump or something. It's got like <laughs> it's got like numbers and shit in it, which I literally hate. But the music I thought was surprisingly the really fuck sick. Is, wait, was it three N D three R? Yeah, it's like three N D seven. I don't know. Um, it's cool That's though. Like more core to me. <laughs> it, it's, yo, I won't go there, bro. We don't, we don't, we don't speak that name on this podcast. Uh, um, but yeah, I thought it was sick. Also, it may be something you guys haven't checked out yet. I think it came out. Well, it just came out July first, so that's still not you know super long ago. But I thought it was sick. Um, I'll, ch- I'll check. It I out. literally don't know how to describe it. It's definitely on the m- metallic side. But there's like singing in it, and I don't know. It was cool. It was something Sound, different. Sounds cool. Yeah, it was different. I fucked with it. Um, next is Skinhead, and I'll let someone else take the wheel because it just isn't my shit. Sounds like a Ben thing to me. For right, sure. Ben, take it away. I'll, I'll fucking go off on it. I, I like literally when their first record came out, I was obsessed with this band. They have an amazing personality, great riffs for days, and the songs literally like they will not rhyme at all. It'll just be this dude telling a story and it doesn't even matter. It's catchy as fucking everyone knows. <laughs> is this like the, oh, yeah. the band with like the dude from criminal instinct and uh, uh, the guy from uh, terror? It's like terror criminal instinct. Like those guys. Very like, dreams. Very yeah. dreams. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, I saw there's like a video of them playing the FYA pre-show. I thought the, the the skinhead like the one with like the red skinhead on it was cool. I thought the the video of them playing was awesome, but I, I didn't listen to this yet. It just came out today, like it literally. Oh, just- there you oh, go. Okay, oh. hell yeah. Uh, I like I like these songs a little better than the first thing they put out. I like the, the first thing they put out was cool. I feel like these songs like musically leveled up a little bit, and the lyrics are just like seriously insane the entire time. That's beast. Dude. Have to check it out. All right. Uh, next, um, end it, Dylan. I'll let you take it away. That's your it, shit. And it's I, I, the well, I, I I've heard it for a minute. Um, but not it's, a brag, of course. Not, not, a, a, brag. not a brag, of course, of course. Um, no, but it, it's awesome. And like the 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 cool thing I think they did with this is that they put it out the day that this is hardcore happened, which. I thought was a dumb idea, but like after seeing their set, it, I was like, okay, this was the right move. It was I mean, that is crazy. that is very much a bold move. I, I yeah. even get doing it like a, a day or two before, but the day of is like very. It, uh, it might it might have been the day before. It even that's been... a kind of that's a bold move, but that at least gives I don't know kids. You know, they're like sponges, bro. They just yeah, but it's it's awesome. It's just it, it's literally just ended songs. Like it's just more ended songs. It's sick. Oh, They're yeah. just short, fast, fucking. You can mosh to them. Akilah's cool lyrics, good voice. It's it's sick. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Next, uh, stand new stand still. 
I'll be completely honest, and it's for no particular reason whatsoever. I just have never heard this band before. I couldn't tell you why. Nothing about it offends me. It's just one of those things I've literally never pressed pressed play on. Holy fuck. Um, So I'll let someone else talk about it. You're rusty, bro. Yeah, I am. (laughs) Um, I I mean, the standstill shit, like all that kind of stuff is stuff that I love, so... I think standstill does this, the sound they do so well. It's like, I guess the best thing you could compare it to is like Koya or Yes Duke. They're all doing the similar thing, but standstills is a little more, uh, if Koya was like a little bit more over the top, like faster punk influence, like standstills a little bit more chill, a little bit more emo, I guess you yeah. could say. And, uh, I, I think, I think they're awesome. And, um, fuck, hold on. I got to look at what the new song is called. Cause I think the song name and like the lyrics are so fucking cool, but it just reminds me of Blue older Sims? shit in the same vein. No, the other one with all um, my love. Yeah. I think that's just, it's just reminds me of like old shit like that. It's so cool. Um, and I think the art's awesome too. So I'm going to uh, listen to it tomorrow. Yeah. Finally. Uh, one thing you mentioned, uh, Yes, Duke. What did they change their name to? Because Private Minds. Private Minds. Dude, the new song they put out, I can't remember if we talked about in the last episode previously, but it was good as fuck. Yeah, they they they, talk about it. We definitely did. The the one on the the weird label, right? Static error or something. Yeah, it was like the fucking plane wings or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're uh, they're they're amazing. Yeah, they're really good. Shout out to Sal. I hope they do more to the podcast. So Stan still played those new songs the other day in Bethlehem. I was very hyped on them and I'm glad was that they, show good yeah what like for them felt, for them was it good i felt bad because i honestly i think uh it was running a little bit late some people left uh before they played but people were into it nonetheless uh word i'm i'm thinking i'm just gonna start doing summer shows earlier so Fair enough learning process hell yeah all right next um strength for a reason show improve is up on streaming finally after uh years and years and years yeah. eric i want to hear what you have to say about this because every single strength for a reason set you're up front moshing at all times I want to yeah hear i your... mean in my opinion if you're from pennsylvania you don't fuck with strength for a reason you're just a loser and i don't really care about you but like i don't know they're <laughs> yeah, like that's a given they're like a they're like a unit like they're like an undeniable top three to four PHC band of all time. And they never changed the formula once. And they've like, I don't know. It's just the sickest band ever. I mean, honestly, yeah. if, if you're not even, not even, I mean, I, I love fucking strength for a reason. If you're not from PA and you never listened to this record, just listen to it. It's on Spotify. It's good as fuck. And, and I'll say this as someone who didn't care about strength for a reason until I heard this record. Cause like, like you know for the we played with them years ago and i didn't never really gave them a chance but i was like all right fuck it they did the split cold world they did the one i'll listen to on spotify and i didn't really care but then like a little bit after i listened to show improve on youtube and i was like okay this is fucking awesome like that that's this that's the record i care about so if you've listened to like it on spotify before before the record went up and you didn't care check this one out because it's a little bit different it's awesome yeah, and show I show improve. Uh, show improve is like so like amazing. Blood faith loyalty is also amazing. The cold world split with the two songs; those songs are incredible. It's just like sometimes about that band, like the lyrics may tend to get maybe just slightly corny, but like if you could just move past that and not let like you know one line of the entire song ruin the entire band for you, like the riffs are sick. It's moshy. It's hard. not boring breakdowns at all. Too, it's just a hard ass band. 
I, yeah, I will say this. It's like being into the corniness, honestly. Like, the, like just ride or die, bro. That band, like, that's how I feel. Yeah. At, like the loyalty aspects. You'll feel yeah. pumped. I'll say this. Uh, some people need to listen to Brotherhood uh, and read the <laughs> lyrics, but I won't go any farther. Yeah. Um, I will say I have been talking to them uh, because I was, this was never a record. It was only a CD, which I thought was kind of crazy. And I, I want to put it out and repress it on vinyl. Um, the guy who holds the rights to the music is holding it hostage, but we're trying to see if he will stop being a dickhead and let them have their fucking music Holding so a hardcore record like that hostage is so insane he has the rights to the music um i don't know i don't want to get sued he seems like that type of fella so i'm not going to say who it is but um or what his label was but hopefully that happens because i think that's a very important record for pennsylvania i know i'm kind of like a fucking transplant or whatever i'm literally in florida right now but um one day he'll be there yeah i don't know i care about that scene up there as much as I do my own. And that's where a lot of my friends live, obviously everyone on here. So I hope I can put that out one day and it will work out. Um, next is the, okay, uh, Dylan Shackleton respect that he lives in Pennsylvania, bro. Oh, sorry. He lives close enough. It's all the same shit. Bro. I'm there. I'm Not. there enough, bro. <laughs> all right. Uh, tear dead at birth cover. I mean, it's, it's pretty fucking, so good, bro. It's pretty fucking epic for them to <laughs> release this for literally no reason other than that they. Dude, I was are trying still to find hardcore kids. Anything about why they did that, and they didn't even post it. It just appeared on Spotify. It's, yeah, it's so good. It's cool as fuck. It's like them covering yeah. Conviction, dude. Literally, yeah. just amazing. Uh, there's not much to be said about that. I mean, Tear is one of the best bands literally to ever do it. Kind of like Eric said, bro. If you don't agree with that, you can just fucking kill yourself. Honestly, <laughs> like I don't know. I don't know how else to put it. If you don't think Terrors will at least respect them as one of the best of all time. All right, yeah. next. Uh, that's a new J- that's a new Jack opinion, straight up. If you don't fuck with Terror, you're a new Jack. I would I I agree, more, bro. <laughs> more new Jacks, I feel like, would be into Terror. Like, I don't know. Maybe back in the day, bro. Now they want to. Ben, Ben was talking shit about Terror an hour ago. Don't let him fucking fool don't you. Don't do, don't do me like that, Ben. <laughs> yeah, I'm on my. Jack shit. Leave me Dude, alone. the the new Jack kids now want to like all these fucking liberal cuck bands, bro. <laughs> they're on that they're on that whack shit, bro. <laughs> if you had never heard Tear, put on one with the underdogs. Just stop this podcast right now. First off, Dude, never listen really... to it again. But secondly, <laughs> throw on one with the underdogs. When I was fifteen, I watched the overcome video and i literally bought a fucking castro hat that week yes bro that's the <laughs> calling it a castro hat is awesome <laughs> we've always referred to them as mosh I, me i've always referred to it as a mosh cap because of rob goodspeed but oh calling God. it the castro cap is fucking destroying oh and you then you gotta you gotta bring that look back man I can, you can rock it. It was so bad then. It definitely looks even worse now. No, bro. Come no, on. You're jock. You rock that. You're jock HXC now, bro. But you need to look. You literally could look like the 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 old terror bass player, the first blood, the first blood singer. That's who would be rocking the Castro. You could That's rock that one. next That's show. The guy that saw that guy, and I'm like, I'm buying that. Next fool's game set. If you're not rocking the Castro, <laughs> I'm fucking knocking you out cold, bro. All right. Uh we got to get Scott Vogel on here one day. Maybe he'll do it. Next, yeah. uh, I'll let Dylan take it from here. Uh, this is Boy Hold My Own's new song. 
It's the best. I mean, the new songs they're doing are so awesome. They're like, they, we said something else is a level up. I forget what, but these songs are truly a level up from the fucking uh, yeah. the my own demo. That, they're that so fucking, goddamn good. That single is amazing, bro. Yeah, it's yeah. he. It's the best Greg has sounded in so long. It's fi- he's finally in a band that like matches yeah, yeah, yeah. his voice and the shit. I was about to say does. it's it's really cool. I, I feel like the other bands he did like. Not that I hated them or anything, but like something about this band, like it just makes a little more sense. You Dude, know what Home I mean? All my own played four covers at the pre-show. I mean, that's literally that's incredible. They, that's they, incredible. They, they did Sex and Not Victimized. One. They did Stout. No. They did. Uh, Damn, dude, doing Stout's fucking awesome. They did Time Trials. They did, a, they did the Mongoloids intro. And then yeah. what did they close with? Life of Agony. Yeah. Oh, right. Legend. I, I once saw the Mongoloids. I want to say it was like 2010 at the W Street, this place called the W Street Hall in Pensacola. I forgot who they played with, but I remember they opened up with life. They opened up with the River Runs Red, and it was crazy. Yeah, played. Uh, I mean, Greg is obviously a legend. He's been on here before. He's all like, honestly, I can't, I, I don't know anyone who supports hardcore, like anyone else who supports it more than Greg does straight up. He buys everything. Even if he like can't go to a show, he'll literally like Venmo or Cash App money and yeah, shit like that. Yeah, like, everyone to pick shit up for him. Yeah, like, he cares like an absurd amount, especially for someone with kids and a wife and uh like actual crazy job. So, not to dick ride Greg, but just shout out the legend, the homie Greg. Fuck, bro, we need to get Franklin on here, bro. Dude, no, he dropped out. Man. The homie, he motherfucker, dude. He dropped out. The homie Franklin got a job at a grocery store and just quit hardcore. I mean, Man, fuck. that's kind of cool. <laughs> All right. Last new last new thing. Um, Like I said, we may have forgot some stuff. It's been it's been like what, like a month and a half since we've done an episode. I feel like uh, two. It feels like a Two fucking months. eternity, bro. It's been a long yeah, time, literally. but we're fucking back on schedule. Uh, I've never listened to this last band. So someone else. <laughs> Uh, risk. I'll let someone else go. Ben on. played a, an awesome show with them, so why doesn't he talk about it? Go ahead, Ben. Yeah, I mean, dude, I feel like every time uh, I see them, the energy just gets like really pumped up. Uh, like when we played with them on Long Island, the that room was not packed, but the energy felt insane. And if you see the videos, you can even see like the whole room is moving. And what we're about to lead into, talking about this hardcore tip, Though that was really insane, but this record honestly, it's like some of these songs sound phenomenal. BG sounds like a madman, uh, his vocals are crazy. They like kind of mix between like straight hardcore and kind of thrashy at some points, which I like. Uh, so you know, give it a shot if that's your thing. Oh, yeah, I will say sometimes, uh, I don't know, there's nothing like a show that's uh, not. How do I explain this? Like a fully packed crazy show is awesome, but sometimes it's awesome when it's just like you and 10 people moshing, but everyone is going fucking hammer like their life literally depends on it. That's my favorite kind of show. I don't know why, but just like and uh, I I want it empty, but like I'd rather have 30 kids there who are all beating the shit out of each other than 100 and there's like people standing behind amps and shit and doing whatever and not moshing. So. And shout out to fucking Steven Street Fight Records. He did that show on Long Island. He found a fucking Long Island has a has a problem with venues. They only have two that they can use, and they're both not the best. So shout out them for fucking finding a venue, doing a cool show there, and getting so many people out that care and having 
like the videos in that show look fucking awesome. And him and Hartman did a really good job with that. So shout out to them. Yeah, yeah, literally. And uh, just real, just just real all. quick on just sorry just real quick on risk shout out bg he's the fucking man he's like an actual insane person but he's so cool uh <laughs> this risk has been a band for like eight years i think and they're finally starting to get like the steam and like a rep the recognition that they deserve like like true hardcore kids and i don't know i'm just very psyched that the, this is hardcore said this is hardcore set like on Friday ended up being like one of the most crazy sets of not only the day, but like the weekend, like at one point it was fucking straight up violent. So it was you know, unreal. I'm, like, yeah. I'm very happy for BG that he's in a sick band that people care about. Hell yeah. Uh, does it, can anyone else think of any last minute, um, fucking releases before we move on? Did we talk about simulacra on here? The whole thing? No, we didn't. We definitely wow. didn't. Cause uh, uh, the la- that came out before. Holy shit! Oh, Carbonite too just came out, dude. Come Damn. on, Carter. I knew we were gonna forget stuff. <laughs> um, holy fuck. Uh, yeah, I mean, Simulacra the in- Simulacra the infection spreads. You know, don't have to say too much. That's one of the best bands in recent times. I think. Uh, like I said earlier, I'm pretty over heavy hardcore at the moment. It's just beaten into the ground. Like, and everything has cycles in hardcore. Everyone knows that. But uh, these guys do it in like literally such a refreshing way, and they're all really fucking sick of their instruments. Dom is one of the craziest sounding singers of all time, probably. So I don't know. I mean, it's just sick as fuck. I've listened to it a bunch since it came out. Um, I'll be at the record release next month, thankfully. So yeah, pretty excited. I think I think we all will. So, oh yeah you know. oh yeah yeah I, I love the record it's probably my favorite record of the year like that oh, and yeah. gridiron that that came out like i listen to it non-stop anymore dom has this like aura about him he's just like one of those front men that people like gravitate towards like Dude, what his presence uh, on stage like, is just so it's like he's a fucking like gargoyle on the top of a building or something and then just put a microphone in his hand and he just yeah, he has like crazy a, at all uh, times. like a menacing presence yeah yes. dude, he's a fucking demonic dumb fuck bro he only <laughs> knows moshing and yelling in fortnite <laughs> yes brother him knowing fortnite is just crazy we, we, we could we could have a whole Look, fucking podcast the people, on that i love dom i mean dom is literally dom is the man i love dom he's done an insane amount for the label when fucking Jake Abbott told me he was playing Fortnite with Dom Pabone, I literally was like, there's just no way. That's not a real, that's not a real sentence I just read. I, mean, I can't imagine. Guarantee on right now. I cannot imagine, as long as I've known Dom, that he would fucking play a game like Fortnite <laughs> religiously at that. Dude. Like it literally is like a, a, a glitch in the matrix. Something is not right. I, I tried to at, at the gridiron pool party. I was trying to ask him about it when he was leaving. He's like, yeah, I play. And then he walked away. <laughs> <laughs> he was literally making plans at the supply barbecue, like with someone else there to play uh, fucking Fortnite that night. Dom is uh, a fucking man, bro. Mad love, love for to him. my brother, Dom. Truly. Me and him got attacked by hooligans fucking dogs. We were both covered in scratch. Oh, I heard about the pit bulls, brother. That's for another time, though. <laughs> All right, last last new release. Uh, this came out today, uh, July thirteenth. The time we're recording this, um, it came out on From Within Records. It's the new Carbonite EP. It's called Like a Sickness. Um, five new songs. One that was a single, so I guess four brand new songs you never heard before. Uh, it's really sick. 
Lennon is also one of those people who has given, you know, he loves hardcore more than your average, even loyal hardcore person. And he gives a lot to it. And I'm always very thankful and happy to put out bands he does, you know, because me and him have been friends a long time and all of his bands just so happen to be sick as fuck. So, um, yeah, this is like like the demo in the vein of like buried alive like kind of darker sounding stuff like that and it's pretty sick i think like a sickness the song like a sickness is fucking unbelievable yeah it is so good and like catchy somehow like it's like so awesome cold dead hollow might be my favorite song i need to listen to it again before i determine that i listened to it a few times obviously all the way through but um that song kind of sticks out to me at, at dude yeah I told Lennon Greg? this earlier. I yeah. think I told Lennon this earlier. I think overall, like I like this song, "Disgraced." It's the first song on the demo, still as the my favorite Carbonite song. Oh but yeah. Like as collectively, this definitely levels up from the demo. Yeah, I agree. But the demo is still fucking awesome. Like they could play yeah, all those. So they good. could play all those songs live still, and they would get an insane pop. I think. Um, that's a band also that COVID was kind of. Uh, they fell victim to COVID. Like I put the demo out ages ago i'm talking about like early from within records year they were supposed to play so. the unity barbecue that didn't yeah, happen didn't happen and then the band just kind of went on hiatus and then lennon was like you know what i want to do this again and of course he asked me you know if i wanted to put it out and i was happy to so i think they're going to do stuff i don't know if they're a band that's going to be doing world tours or anything but they are definitely you know they're going to be playing a lot more playing around the the northeast hopefully maybe they'll play something in fya so yeah, we'll see more from them soon. But um, records are for sale. Twelve inch rec, twelve inch EP. You know that's the vibe currently with how shitty the record label plant pressing plants are. So it is what it is. All right, I'm oh. back. All right, that's what did Greg want? Uh nothing. Ah, okay. that's, an off, that's an off air topic. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's it for new music. Like I said, if we miss some shit, I apologize. Um, we'll be better from this day forward. Because we, we're pretty good about just writing shit down in our phone when it comes out and listening to it so we can review it. But, uh, yeah. All right. Next up, the Shackle Tour. Um, I don't even know where to fucking start this one, bro. Uh, uh, we'll you guys... start off with uh, the band breaking down immediately. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 12 hours to Kentucky. The band breaks down. Then we get it back. We play Chicago, and it's fucking crazy somehow. And then we play tie, dude, tied down. I know no one, no one here tied down. I know it looks the, the from the dude, pictures, it looks sick. Nobody needs another hardcore fest. We all and know this. There's a hardcore air, fest, dude, every single month. No I, one needs I agree. It. I'm fucking sick of it. Tied down was done so well. The venue was awesome. The lineup was sick. There's so many people there that were just fucking psyched. Every set had a fucking in crazy reaction. If there's a fest that deserves to be like put into a rotation, I think it's that one. It was fucking yeah. awesome. I mean, I want to, I won't, I didn't go, but I'll agree with you from the pictures and videos I saw. It looks sick. It was crazy to me that it was in like a fucking airplane hangar or something, but it's uh, in some fucking uh, like industrial complex. But like the dude, Jimmy, he, he runs Edgeman printing. He's like an, he cares about oh, yeah. hardcore. He books shows already. And like, it's cool that his fest did so well because like from talking to him over the past year, like just playing shows out in Detroit a couple times, he's the fucking man. He cares a lot. And like I was talking throughout the day and he was just so fucking happy that it was going so well. So shout out to him and the fucking, the fest was really, really good. Yeah. And I feel like I need to, 
I'm not trying to sound like some old fucking jaded hater because I'm not, but like it's insane to me that there's a quote unquote fest like in every fucking major city now, like just all throughout the year, which I guess in theory is cool. Like it's more, but it's just like not everything it's hard has, to keep up with. Not everything has to be a fest. You can just make like a bigger show. I don't know. I'll just leave it. I don't literally. Uh, I'm glad you said that because I think it's just too much, man. It's like, not everything has to be this. Like, I don't know. You can book like a big day show, but you don't, it doesn't need to be this fest and this big fucking gimmick with a name and all this shit. I don't know. Well, the thing though, everyone wants to be a fucking pro core loser now. Uh, here, fucking here, facts. here we go. Started brother. Uh, nah, we don't need to get you started, but, uh, speaking of pro core, bro, we can talk about, never mind. Uh, we, we, we have even more shit we could talk about, huh? Yeah. But right. uh, we can really yeah, so go off the rails the, for quite the some time. Broke, the off van the broke down. That broke down. Played Chicago. It was fucking crazy because we talked about our other Chicago show, which was, it was fine, but this show, it was fucking great. Uh, all, it, it was like all the same people, really, but like it was in this, it was in this ve- nice venue. And I don't know, after being so fucking stressed and pissed off all day, playing the show was sick. Yeah. And then like tie downs the next day. Like I, we already talked about that. And then like, I don't know that we, we just we got the ball rolling from there. Uh, Ohio, we played the birdhouse fucking crazy basement show, like over like a hundred, 150 people there. It was in the place. Was, I, yeah. I forgot about that. Um, fuck. Uh, what was that? It was after that Indianapolis. Mm. One was one of the shows, which the show wasn't that good. The venue was one of the most insane fucking trips. <laughs> dude, I, dude, dude. Talk about the ghillie suit band. Oh, all right. <laughs> so, so beyond the fucking insane venue where, where that was like, I don't even know how to fucking explain it. It, it was healer. It was in, like in an acid trip. Yeah, literally. It was, it was like this art space that like, they've been just collecting shit for years in and they made this like insane, like immersive fucking, I don't even know, but this band called Blackwater Sniper from Chicago played, which is <laughs> two people, guitar and bassist, in a ghillie suit playing with a drum machine that has like a drum trigger on it that plays as fast as humanly possible while they're while they're like playing their instruments. And it's just they're just screaming while it's happening. They have a part where it's like the they have like a, a loading sound and then their like drum machine goes as fast as it possibly can and there's screams so it's like some dude's just shooting up something it's and they while it plays they just stare at you with their instruments down it is unbelievable needless to say i bought the last tape they had so oh, yeah. unbelievable <laughs> way you could put it what'd you say well, unbelievable is one way to put that it was it was it was you it guys was, you guys showed me a video and it was literally one of the most insane things i've ever seen in my life yeah check out blackwater sniper they have a they have a record called too fast for spotify because spotify literally rejected it because it was only a minute long so they put it on Bandcamp. okay uh, that's that's yeah. awesome <laughs> all right to, uh, to, uh to speed it up just for the sake of time let's go ahead and go to war to uh, shore that's what i was gonna say war at the shore i mean that was it was cool. It was nice to come home, be around everybody, play in Atlantic City and Jersey and fucking gamble and hang out. Uh, Eric lost all of his money gambling. Did I you found Eric? out. Yeah, all the off the tracks money. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder I can't get my fucking flights paid for around these parts, bro. <laughs> oh, he didn't want to say nothing after that. All right. So, do you it, think it? What? 
But, Do you think it was worth it to reroute your entire tour to play a show that less than a hundred people paid for? I think it was. I mean, it was right. still it was, it was still fun, vibes. bro. It was fun. Like we're having a good time showing. It, it's okay. just everyone that always comes out to shows, just hanging out, fucking, just the uh, carry by six bulldoze cover, shattered brown. I heard that was awesome. Yeah, it was that just it up. was just fucking fun. You're like hanging out in Atlantic City, like Atlantic City is like an ins- yeah, it's awesome. It's, I think that venue is really cool too. Yeah, I agree. It's I thought it was fun. And like after a week of being away, it was nice to just like come home, chill with everyone, get a room, hang out. Tony Baloney's with the boys. I mean, come on. Oh, yeah. I forgot we did that. That shit was awesome. And that's exactly what we're talking about. Like doing a bigger show, you can just do it. You know what I mean? You don't have to make it some fest or whatever. They just wanted to get it. Agree. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Next, I'm pretty sure. What go ahead? I'd like to say something about the fucking show since I played it today between two bands, actually. <laughs> but uh yeah. Anyways, uh I think the show is sick because there's no active scene in Atlantic City right now. So for what they had to do and take on, considering there's not a whole like big pocket of hardcore kids right in Atlantic City was challenging and they pulled it off pretty well, all things considered. The venue was cool. It was way too big for the show that happened there, despite all the bands. If there was like a venue, maybe like half the size, I think the show would have been a lot more sick. The venue was just sick because it was literally like spitting distance from the boardwalk. Like you I mean, walked outside walked and on that's the, the boardwalk, boardwalk to and get that's the beach. Yeah. yeah. That is so, I mean, cool. I think that that like the whole atmosphere of it was cool. I think the show itself would have been a lot cooler if like, you know, just cut the whole venue in half. And then I don't know, but if that's the kind of thing that it takes for to build up the hardcore scene in Atlantic city between like not one truth kids living there. And then something like that, that goes on once a year. I mean, fuck it. It was definitely worth a shot. Even if like less than a hundred people paid the show is still cool. I mean, it's cool to see shows in other parts of New Jersey too. Yeah. I was about to say, I mean, no one's going to fucking, it ain't going to build itself. So, you know, it's got to start somewhere. Uh, so I didn't really last... want to talk about it because uh, it made Carter immensely mad, but the Dude, payback set. It was so really fucking didn't stupid, talk to me for man. maybe like, I don't know, a few days Look, at least. <laughs> all I'm going to say is you got someone to, I don't care. Payback is the dumbest band of all time. But you got, we were a straight edge band. You got someone who fucking does ketamine to play drums. <laughs> Uh-oh. Do I need to say any? Do I need to say anything else? So oh what? Bro? That's church. What do you mean? Uh, Eric said, "So what, so what? bro? So what, bro?" <laughs> I mean, some you bands can you, pull it off. Some can't. You know what I mean? Like you fucking ruin every one, show. God can be. I mean, the only better thing you could have done was literally just slamming a beer while playing during the set. Which you now that I would have respected, but people probably <laughs> thought he was straight edge. Besides the besides the showcase, when is the time that Payback has played with the full original lineup? Well, everyone's been straight That's edge true, in, in the lineup until that happened, and I can only blame Eric because I know it was his idea. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oh, let's not let's not uh let's not go there tonight yeah right, we'll move on um you, you, uh the baltimore show i guess eric was at do y'all want to talk about that i mean that eric you start that one off that was a fun show so that was much more like you know your just traditional hardcore show uh it was really nice for me personally to see some people in baltimore that i haven't seen in a while going down there uh, I liked the venue. Uh, it was at the auto bar, the upstairs of it. 
So we get there like super early and the show, not, not going to lie, is looking like pretty fucking grim when we first get there. Like we're the only, we're the only people there for like the first like two hours. But then all of a sudden, as soon as, soon as their feelings uh, started, like the room was like pretty full and it was actually pretty sick. Um, Sinister Feeling opened uh, the very first song that they have on the demo tape is like really, really incredible to me. It just starts off like just really like, I don't know, drowsy, but then it like picks up and it's fast and it's punky and it's just like, it's just hardcore. So they had the best, rea- I think Dylan said this earlier, they had the best reaction partially because so many people were jammed up front and then people started moshing. And I think people kind of got like scared off and then a big fucking horseshoe opened up. Um, Not when truth was on that show, they were good. Uh, I think they tried to do a kickback cover and like partially fucked it up, but like Andrew Snubnose was playing drums for them. I think it was his first show ever and he held it down pretty nicely Uh, off the tracks played. It was probably like, not going to lie, like our worst reaction of a band that we played, but it was still like fun to play. I mean, like any, any show that you get to play is fun. Uh, I couldn't agree more I'm, with that. I'm, I'm missing one band, but like, and I'm dead. You got to help me out. Who, who I think it's just, I think it's just us. Never again. Yeah, drop. Yeah, but, so it's just yeah, but us. Who, who, who jumped oh, on? Scrutinize. Tabor's, Scrutinize. Tabor's yes. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out Tabor has been, just had to play. Uh, was like literally awesome. I'm not going to lie. Like Dylan was like so noticeably shot from the tour, but as soon as he hopped up <laughs> on the mic, he just like held it down. And yeah, the show was fucking sick. We didn't get home until really late, but it was worth it. Dude. I, I was so, I, I was so shot and annoyed about the fucking stairs. Cause like not only were this, there were so many stairs that were steep as fuck. So I'm like trying to carry all these merch boxes up the stairs and, these guys are like trying to get into the show and they're not fucking moving. And I literally dropped a box, a full box of sh- shirts down the fucking stairs into someone, which was an amazing <laughs> moment that I wasn't annoyed about at all. It's better than no, dropping a guitar head, I guess. Yeah. 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 But it like slammed this dude's legs. I had to go all the way down, pick it all back and go all the way back up. I was fucking sweating like a fucking. I'm like in the. I'm in the venue. I'm like sweating, dripping. I'm like it's so fucking hot, and everyone's like, "What are you talking about?" Fuck him, bro. He shouldn't have been standing on the stairs at the time that you were on him, dude. There were that's true. There were like four people just standing there. I was like, "Excuse me, excuse," and they were just standing. I'm like, "Fucking move." Yeah. Hey. uh, uh, Fuck. I was gonna say something. Never mind. (laughs) We'll get. No, let's hear it. Let's hear it. I was just gonna. I was going to ask uh, Eric what he thinks of Hades X Tears. Uh, no comment, bro. Ben, what do you think? That's, that's your fucking even, best that's friend. That's not even fun, bro. That's Come your on. best friend, bro. Yo, all right. I I didn't even, I did not poke the bear one time with that little fucking kid. He like, <laughs> I don't know. He had this attitude all of a sudden. He like literally just dug it. That's, that's your definition of a kid who thinks people don't fuck with him so much to the point that he actually made people not fuck with him. Like, I thought he was cool when he first started coming around with Ben. He fucking was polite. He introduced himself to people. He was booking shows, which is like how much, like, what the fuck more do you need from a young kid who's trying? And then he just, like, got in his head that, like, people just stopped fucking with him. And to the point that, like, he broke edge. He broke edge. (laughs) 
you know, he just, it was like an absolute downward spiral and he just became like, you know, a walking disaster loser. And he basically painted the picture of himself that everybody that he had in his head. So I don't know. Fuck him. Good RIP eighties X tears. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, I couldn't have said it better myself. This uh, So statement of pride uh, hopped on the tour at this point in Pensacola. Uh, we did Pensacola, New Orleans, San Antonio, Houston, and Fort Worth. So I'll just go over my perspective really quick. Uh, the Pensacola show was good. It was not the greatest show Pensacola had in, in recent shows, I'll be honest. Like a lot of people came out, but they were fucking acting like they were at the – a, a symphony orchestra or something like people mosh but i don't know it was kind of a weird night and i think it's because the venue moved everything around so the room like the whole vibe was just whack in comparison to what it could have it, it used to be that's that actually the least favorite thing when that happens at a venue yeah and it was the first night oh. they did this and we all walked in and we were just like what the fuck is this so like, yeah why sh- is this shout like out to that? easy going gallery for fucking us over i'll never yeah. forget that um, but the show was fun. You know, I was, you know, Shackles never played Pensacola, so it obviously meant a lot to me for a band I put out to play in my hometown. The best part about that day was going to the beach. With, Pensacola with, Beach with, is goaded, bro. With my boy Nick and getting yeah. I tried crawfish for the first time that day. Hell yeah. Oh, it was it was a fucking movie that day. Awesome. Shout out Nick, Nick. Nick Ruiz. Nick yeah. Ruiz. I'm playing Fortnite with him right now. Muted fucking playing brother. Fortnite with him and Mac right now. <laughs> That's all <laughs> After that was New Orleans. Um, that show was pretty good. That was a show that didn't have 100 people at it, but I mean, literally all of them were beating the shit out of each other, like everyone yep. that was there. And all of us had to play with one less guitarist. Yeah, so long story short, we almost couldn't play the show because of equipment, and the, and the one band was like, oh, you can't use any of our shit. And we basically just had to get someone to beg them to just let us use it, and we just each played a guitar player down. And just played really fast sets. Yeah, like, cut a bunch of songs from both our sets. Yeah. And but it was it, fun. It was people were moshing. People were moshing. A lot of literally uh, everyone, all the hardcore kids there were fucking moshing. Like the people were singing too. And then we yeah. hit Bourbon Street, and Jake almost got lost into the depths of Bourbon Street. Uh, yeah. Holy shit, man! He That's did. a bad place for him to be. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he was literally on, uh, like trying to like buy good. cocaine from someone and almost got robbed. So. Oh, oh, I wasn't gonna go that far, but fuck it. You oh, <laughs> almost got trapped between four legs, but you can cut uh, that. Yeah. Next, uh, San Antonio. Uh, San Antonio was sick. I mean, I, my wife area was awesome. Yeah, my wife's from San Antonio, so we go there like once a year, just uh, like a vacation. Um, I love it there. I'll probably move there one day, but um, it's sick. I mean, it's literally awesome. The show was good. Uh, the homie Ezra booked it from a uh, sheer force and i don't it was weird it was literally in like a tent shop like a tent shop garage that was it was odd in, in like a rural kind of dude the area, area the area was so, so fucking, shitty yeah it was like third world country like, like i like pulled up there's like straight shit there's stray dogs there's Just no one there sitting in the yard <laughs> yeah like, i don't know the show was cool I brought back uh, talking shit on sound guys at that at show. So yeah, uh, Dylan, the sound guy was being an okay. We can talk about that real quick. It, I'm not kidding. It was the most mad I've been in a long, long time. So there was like five bands, and the, the people the book the venue, not the guy who booked the show, was like, "Oh, there's got to be 45 minutes in between every band." 
So imagine a band plays a 15 minute set and then you wait 45 minutes until they'll let the next band start when there's five bands on the show. Not oh kidding. My God, and it was like that until statement played. And then I was like, we're setting up as fast as possible. I don't give a shit. And then Shackle did the same thing. And the sound guy was so mad that we did that. He left the music playing over Shackled. And Dylan was like, well, you cut the fucking music off. And the dude tried to get an attitude with him. He was like, you were supposed to fucking wait to play. It's like, Why? What? Why was that their rule? I just said, I don't yeah, know. Literally. It was in a garage tent shop, the first show they had ever done. Apparently, <laughs> I sit by a contract. I get a forty-five minute fucking smoke break, dude. Yeah, literally, yeah. Were they like, were they like serving alcohol? No, no they, the Saka was just sitting there. So when he really? said that, I was like, dude, we're fucking playing now. Turn it off, and then he just at the, didn't turn it off. At the end, we played a Murdario stop. I didn't know we were playing. I was sitting at the merch table, and I went over. And I took the biggest person I could find. I grabbed him and I threw him into the sound guy and his soundboard and shit. So <laughs> we gotta bring back fucking the sound guy. Up, bro. Like, <laughs> fucking the sound uh, guy. Up, I was like, sure. That's like a fucking like sixteen-year-old made church. Just <laughs> that's head, just bro. that's just what's gonna happen. Like some like the security or the sound guy is gonna knock the fuck out. If you don't think, think that's fucked up, you're not punk. That's just how it is. Sex. <laughs> Uh, San Antonio show was good. Um, Houston, dude, why I can't remember anything the, about the, the show. garage show, the insane, oh, insane fucking house fuck. show, bro. Yo, it's all how do you not remember? Uh, it's all flooding back to me. Uh, this band called Piss Test played. The singer Singers was in Pride Kills. Yeah, the singer was in Pride Kills. He had the most insane straight edge, like maybe the coolest straight edge tattoo I've ever seen. The back of his his on the top of his back, it was just three X's and it said death before dishonor. He definitely was on he cocaine. He was straight edge. Yeah, he definitely was on <laughs> cocaine, but regardless, that's literally one of the hardest straight edge, like old school straight edge tattoos I've ever seen in my fucking life. He, he bought records from both of us, so shout Dude, out to him. He was loving uh, it. He was loving yeah. it. Statement covered uh, Madball on this tour, and we opened up with it every night. As soon as we started playing it, he literally just ran in and started fucking people <laughs> up, which was awesome. Dude, what, what, what was he uh, uh, saying? Set it, it off, Eric. Nice. What was he saying when the the opening? He was like, play some fucking art. Oh, my God, bro. This, like, metal band was playing, and he was just sitting outside, like, just talking shit to them while they were playing, just being like, hey, how about you play some fucking hardcore music? They really weren't. They were so fine when he was talking shit. Uh, I mean, I thought that was awesome. During our set, which is so goddamn funny. People, ours, we had a really good set. Then I didn't, I don't think dude, either of us expected anything. Too, dude, it was, yeah, it was awesome. Those kids and were beating they the were, shit out of each other. Yeah, and it was weird because you know at a house show you can tell who's going there just because it's a house show. Like this the wasn't just there. a house show. This was like okay, just for the landscape. This was like a punk house. The show was in a garage. Everything looked like literally a tornado came through but for some reason they had a pizza oven set up outside and we're making Dude. homemade pizzas for everyone and Damn. it was that yeah high, bro. yeah and so statement had a good set we had a good set someone so the photographer started like fucking people up during one of our songs yeah and kicked over the pa into the cab and the cab fell over with the head on it and so just he knocked flew. little oh dominoes God. everything flew yeah, down flew back <laughs> gage who was playing with us just fucking you know what? puts Never his mind. guitar I, down and I, walks out <laughs> uh but 
yeah, Houston was awesome. Uh, last show that Statement did with them was Fort Worth. This was by far the sickest show on the whole run we did with you guys. Was this one of the sickest shows of the whole tour? Like, was it, it was, top five? Ah, uh, yeah, probably top five. I would say. Okay, top five, dude. I mean, there was a shitload of people there. They were all moshing. The vibes were on, especially like for a band like Statement. Like, we haven't been a band long, and people knew the words. They were moshing. And all the, the way openers forward, were Texas. good. Yeah, the, yeah. The, all the bands like it was just a solid. Like it was the most just solid, just regular fucking hardcore show I've been to in, in a minute. Yeah, shout out to We're, since my beloved. They had a they had an impressive yeah. set. So That's, if you're uh, going on tour in Texas, make sure you hit up Fort Worth because everyone told us on the way they were like Fort Worth's the best scene in Texas right now, and that's 100 true and did not disappoint. What were you and, gonna say, Eric? I was going to ask, where was this? Because I was going to like revert back to the original point that not everywhere needs to book this fest. Like, you know, Fort Worth, Texas doesn't necessarily need to have an entire day hardcore fucking show with 20 bands to build their scene. Like, look at what they're doing with just shackled and statement and prime and local bands. Like, I don't know, man, that's the way to build your scene. Like, that's what it's about. And their local bands, the people in them are all moshing to all the bands. And Literally, all the, yeah, the people in the bands are moshing to us. Yeah. Uh, not everybody's too exhausted or sore, you know, by the yeah. end of the day to give a fuck about the headliner bands, too. It's like mm -hmm. the uh, Fubu Jersey guy was there. And he was literally moshing like his fucking mother's life. <laughs> like his oh. mother was on her deathbed. He and didn't God, stop for a dude, second. God said, if you do not mosh to every band, your mom is dying. And he was like, all right. He was, he was going to give Eric and Ben a run for their money. My, literally nonstop. Every he second. Doing me, something. Dude, his endurance he, is good. He we, maybe smokes everyone. I don't know the guy personally. I think he's – I don't know him at all. He's absolutely out of his mind, no doubt in my mind. Like, <laughs> there's some trauma going on there for Did some he way have or another. On? Say what? Did he have the jersey on? No, he didn't, which I didn't recognize him at first until someone was like, oh, you know that's the FUBU Mosh guy. And he had, like, a beard and shit now. I'm bro. glad it happened. But he was going uh, – he was going absolutely hammer, so – um dude, that, that venue was cool too like dude, the venue was us, awesome giving us free drinks at the end and shit yeah it was a super nice venue with a nice stage um but the vibe was just sick i don't know who did, um, did ty do that show shout out to him yeah ty ty did um yeah uh the rest of it was at, i'll say real quick this is the funnest tour i've done in in a hot minute it was fucking like literally amazing and I'm really glad that Shackled asked us if, to come with him. It was fucking. You guys sick. killed it. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. I mean, Statement's one of my favorite bands right now, so I'm happy you guys did it. Oh um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Finish up. No, come on yeah, now. yeah. You're right. Finish you're right. up Arizona, say. California, Dude, real quick. Arizona was the one thing I never thought about, and this is this is probably gonna sound so mundane, but I never thought about like the landscape of like the West or like like when we left. Fort Fort Worth. We went through El Paso to get to Tucson, and you start seeing like mountains fucking everywhere in desert and fucking. It's just there's like nothing on either side of the highway forever, right? which is like just mountains and fucking sand, which I thought was kind of crazy. And I never and it was like that for days. But Tucson was cool. We got to hang out with uh, our boy Anton. Shout out Mass Movement Records. You're chilling. Uh, 
what else? The show was cool. It was in some, some bar uh, in Tucson and like all the people there were like moshing. People were like taking the mic, trying to do parts. I didn't expect that in fucking Sick. Arizona. Yeah. Um, after that was program. That was probably my favorite show of the entire tour. Um, I'd never been to California before. So already being in California was incredible. It was 110 degrees out when we wa- when we got to California. So we were all like, fuck, like, how's it going to be? We got to Fullerton, like Orange County, cooled down. Jamie was there. He was pulling down the show. The fucking skate shop was cool. It's so much smaller than I expected. And like so many people showed up. There was like they, everybody was moshing. Everybody was singing along. To every band too, like Twisted Cane played. People were fucking killing it to them. They did a Next Step Up cover. Uh, yeah, program was incredible. Like I, I'll never forget that show. Probably it was so fucking awesome. Uh, we got to ch- we chilled at Santa Monica Pier at like four a.m. and we're dodging homeless people. Uh, trying to think, and then we went down like the Pacific Coast Highway to Oxnard. We went to Malibu and Zuma Beach. We we're hanging out. Went to Oxnard, played the show. It was the same thing as program. A bunch of the same people came out. They were all fucking That's it up. Sick. Yeah, it was so good, bro. Um, so Oxnard and, and program were the best California shows. And we got to the Bay. It was pretty cool. It was apparently there was like a show the day before that went really well. So people kind of like chose that one instead of the other yeah, one. Yeah. But uh, that happens. It was, at, it was at the X Bar, which is like a bowling alley venue. Uh, fucking yeah, we played there. That place is fucking awesome. Great Iron played X Bar. Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. That, but like we played there and everyone was moshing. So like it looked a little like it looked a little like uh, how's it going to be? But it ended up being sick. People were moshing people. I don't know. And that band uh, Jawstruck played and they did pretty well. And uh, it was a three band show. So it was cool. And then the last day was Sacramento. Uh, and it was it was also sick like there we showed up there and the first band had like a hundred people there moshing and going off and then half of them left when we started which was really funny uh <laughs> respect uh, yeah Love and that then, feeling yeah uh, and then uh the dude alex gutto who did the show his band played at the end they were fucking tight as hell they were sick and what is that what would you say what's his band called plead the fifth Played the fifth. They were cool. Absolutely um, insanely cracked out name. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what the opener was with all the people. I think it was like eyes eyes out or something. It was they had so many people, so crazy. Um, then we did a 40 hour ride home in 20 in two days. So um, that was fun. Hell yeah! Oh, all right. Well, yeah. Good tour. Shopper. Yeah. Yeah. Good tour. I mean, if you're listening to this and you came to a show, thanks. Uh, hopefully we'll do it one day again but who knows at this oh, point yeah all right uh hold on one second all right last thing uh for this episode is this is hardcore um this is the first one i missed in five years i'm still really depressed about it but uh i don't know when you get older life is just sometimes sucks ass sometimes and you can't do things you want to so sucks ass every day bro yeah that's true that's but um Flights were super expensive. It was my wife's birthday on the Saturday. So it just, it was, it was a bunch of things, bad timing all at once, but uh, yeah. So I'll be here in the background, but these guys are going to go over real quick. 
just briefly like an overview and some of their favorite sets and just the overall vibe and shit. So Dylan, I'll let you start. Y'all, you guys can go down the line, whatnot, do whatever. Uh, I'll, I'll just be quick with the overview. I've been, I've been going since I graduated high school. So I think this is my fifth one. Uh, it might've been my favorite and, uh, just was it was, it was kind of weird not being at the electric factory for three days, but underground arts are a cool venue and the the lineup at all the lineups at all for all the shows and days were sick. And I think that was my favorite shackled set we ever played too. So it was cool. Lovely. Well, okay. Anyone that's else? All you, that's all you have to say. That's what, what do you mean? What do you mean? So your favorite sets. Oh fuck. Let's, I don't know. Let's, do, let's, that now. Do, let's do the overviews first. We're going the line here, Eric. Wait your turn. It's just the same old shit, you know. It's great great that the fest is back and Joe put a lot of hard work into it. And uh you know, it really paid off. Um I was honored to play two sets this year. I mean it's always great to play like your local fest, like that feeling is unmatched to me, like I don't know. It's just it feels great to be back, and yeah, it was fun. Oh yeah, vibing. Been uh, sticky. Eric, you want to go? Ben, uh, you I, look like you're about to fall asleep. No, nah, I'm chilling, Doug. I'm just <laughs> fucker is high as hell. Fortnite with me, guys. All right. Um. So I this was my first time getting to do the full fest and stuff. Like I got to go to the last one, but I only got to go for a day because of work and my me and my ex's anniversary and stuff like that. It just didn't pan out. So I only got to do the one day, but yeah, this year I got to play for the first time. I got to do the full four days, help out, set up, break down, uh, got the full experience. And when I say that I was like a ghost Monday morning at work, I was a broken man, but it was <laughs> worth every minute of it. Yeah. That, that Monday off is a must brother. I mean, it was it wasn't off for us, bro. We, we were on. Oh, that's uh, we were true. On. <laughs> we, were on, we were working hardcore that day. Yeah, it's fucking. A, it's it, it's a veteran move taking the Monday off after this hardcore. Yeah, I, I took yep. the FYA too, bro. Yeah, but uh, it, the the fest was great, just like every other year. I've been going for a really long time now. Um, I tried to go like all four days. The past couple of years, like I missed the pre-shows just because, like shit with Elise and stuff like, you know, her flying in late or something like that. And just like, I missed the pre-show, but this was the, my first year since, I don't know, 2016 or 17 going all four days. So that was fun to like, just check out the pre-show and like kind of see everybody's anticipation. Uh, it was also my first year, like living in Philadelphia, you know, so it was like really fucking awesome to go home every single night and not have to like, you know, worry about no hotel bullshit or some you know, shitty, uncomfortable Airbnb or whatever. Uh, I don't know. I mean, like me and Dylan shackled, like put in work, you know, at this oh, fest, yeah. like, this year. So <laughs> there was some nights where I, like early mornings where I was like very fucking pissed off, but I mean, like, I don't, I don't think, I don't but, think I've ever seen you like that. So it's very interesting. Yeah. The, the fest. I've uh, seen Eric I mad mean, a few times, actually. He mad. was pissed, bro. <laughs> yeah. I was very glad to like, not like do like basically no, no work, no tents, no tables. Like I just, I just no played and chilled this year. Yeah, no backline. Dude, the tents were one thing. The backline shit was fucking annoying. That yeah. was like, you know, it's always a circus, bro. It's always 
Because Greg, right, but I mean, Greg like, didn't I get know. the right size van, bro. That's his fault. <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to ZTP, bro. For oh, Z- oh, dude, he was MVP, bro. Dude, I ZTP? have him on my shout out list at the end. ZTP Sorry, is bro. literally an underground legend not many know about, but if you do know, you know he's just a fucking legend. He's a legend, a great like, fucking mosher. He's amazing awesome. mosher. Dude, he's literally been around, at guitar, too. been around forever, been coming around forever doing bands and shit. Loves hardcore more than anything. He's well. literally I mean, sick as fuck at guitar, too. Yeah, he is. That, is cool. that gives me an idea, but. All right, we're getting <laughs> off topic, and it's already an hour and a half. So, Dylan, start us back. Give us your, your top three sets really quick. All right. Thursday, my top three were Tsunami. I don't know if anyone. They were fucking crazy. Uh, Hold My Own. I, we, I mean, we talked about it, like the four covers, and that's probably the best Hold My Own set. And people, it, it was awesome to see people care and go off. And then uh, Ben and I talked about this the day of the Karma set was fucking crazy. It was awesome. Yep. Didn't Sam. I, uh, if I'll do my three because I only got to see uh, four bands because there was a little bit of chaos, but the um, Karma set was like not they're not a band I listened to, but I played with them once a while back. They were very nice to us, and uh, their set was really insane. Like people were really killing each other. Andrew from Killing Me got popped in the eye. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he came over to me with the ice sack. He's like, "Hey, bro, he just has this huge ball in his eye." <laughs> Um, by the way, he picks up both of your mannerisms so much. It's insane. He did the Dylan, like, eye roll thing. <laughs> My mom. Um, Dude, I'm not even joking. Like, it was spot on. And it was so natural. Um, but after the, the carried by six, hold my own. Like, those, I think those were three sets in a row. Uh, and though it, like... It was really just back to back to back craziness. It was really six set was fucking awesome. I should have put that down too. Yeah, I agree. I agree about the whole my own set. I definitely think it was their best set that I've seen him. Probably seen him like I don't know four or five times by now. That was the best one I thought. CB six, they get better every single time they play. They really do. I don't know. It's just such a sick ass like local band. They'll probably never like you know, play anywhere crazy, but like if you're ever in the Northeast and you can get a chance to see them, just go. Cause they're fucking awesome. Uh, and I'll say my other third best set of the day was Scarhead, just because there's kind of like, that's the only other default option, I guess. We love cocaine, bro. Yeah. Isaac's yeah. like, you know, banter throughout the set was mad funny. He was definitely oh, yeah. getting the crowd to laugh. So it's always fun. For oh, sure. Yeah. Jake, did you say yours, bro? Uh, I didn't go on Thursday. Oh shit! All right, well, Dylan, Friday, brother, I'm about to pass the fuck out. All right, bro. Uh, I'm gonna say risk. We talked about this. It was absolutely fucking insane. That was like the start of like the crazy set of the weekend. Like, I don't know, it was fucking awesome. Uh, I had punishment down. It was, dude, the the old head dude who played bass. I think he was in punishment at one point. Uh, he was fucking cracking me up the whole time. He literally played for maybe three minutes of that set, and the rest of it, he just screamed at the crowd and like swung his bass at people. So that was funny. Pretty and epic. uh, I, I also put down like Vane and Queensway. Like Vane, I, Vane, I, I talked about this a bunch of people. They had a better set than Marauder would have had, I think. Uh, I agree. They, probably right. They, 
Yeah, I they, think they. I think they would have smoked Marauder. To be honest, yeah, people, dude, the first riff of Vane, the fucking pit was to the bar. It was insane. Nice. And uh, Queensway was awesome too. I just wanted to throw him in there. I had yeah. almost the exact same list. I had Risk first. Uh, literally during their set, the last song, I like literally got pressed right up against the stage, and I had my hands up blocking my head and four different people just like rolled along me, spin kicking me in the ribs. And I just had to keep my hand here just in case there were any coming from my face. But it was like one, two, three, four. I just got fucking black and blue. So bad. Uh, <laughs> so I got jam. I, me and Eric both got fucking rocked by the bass player who stabbed us with the head of his bass. Um, that set insane. <laughs> like great reaction from all the Philly heads. I wish more people outside of our Scene would have gone off, but that's okay. Uh, and then I said either Hangman or Queensway. I have a special spot for Hangman, but uh, I think that the Queensway set probably deserves the spot just because that was really crazy. Oh yeah, Eric. Yeah, I mentioned I mentioned it before, but like the risk set was like truly unbelievable. It like just I don't know. It was, it was it was so much like sicker than I think anybody kind of you know, would have expected for being the second band. Like, you know, I don't know. They just kicked it off in such a good way. Fool's Game was really good. Risk, like, sorry, Ben, like, they, like, blew the fucking roof off the doors. No, you're uh, right. <laughs> None punishment, punishment, Ben touched on this. I totally agree. I wish more people from, like, outside of Pennsylvania gave a shit. Uh, but, like, the pit was still fun. It brought out, like, Philly old heads that, like, you know, like would never be in like a younger kid band pit. So like that was, I don't know, the bass player incident, like that could have been like really bad. I guess like, I don't know why like Mike Brown like didn't do it because he did it at the church show. Uh, and then I'm not really sure like why he backed out last second because I'm pretty sure like Joe and him were like practicing all week and shit too. But I don't know. I mean, they pulled it off. It's better than playing without a bass player, I guess. So Dude, um, they, they sounded really good. And then like vain, vain to like cap off like this, the Friday night was like, I, I, it was really nice to see those guys too. I hadn't seen them in a while. And I kept telling everyone, I'm like, you guys will smoke what, whatever Marauder will be like, your reaction will be like twice as big Marauder would have been crazy, but it just would have been a totally different vibe, a different vibe. Yeah. Ben real quick. How'd you feel about the fool's game set? Dude, I uh, I was really nervous, you know. I mean, first time playing this hardcore, definitely the biggest show we've played. The first time we played in Philly, um, I, like, literally had, like, an adrenaline blackout almost. Like, I barely remember that set. But the parts I remember, it was, like, really fun. I saw a good reaction. We played three new songs, you know what I mean? So I was, like, also a little nervous about that because, you know, that could be a mixed bag. But people yeah. honestly fucked with them, which was it was very comforting to see we played two songs that are going to be off the ep and the comp song oh, yeah. uh and uh i the one thing i very vividly remember is jacob smith at one point stomping around give me gave me a flat tire with my shoe and i played a whole song <laughs> off of my fucking foot fuck yeah and was that tyler's first show with fool's game yeah that was a uh, young Ty played with me and uh snub nosed he is a good kid, straight edge, South Jersey kid, uh, fucking whiz at the guitar. And we got him. He literally had 
two very short practices with fool's game before that. And I'm playing the fast. <laughs> people told us that uh, that was like the best we've ever sounded. And that makes me really happy. I, I think yeah. you sounded so much better. Not that you sounded bad. You sounded so much better to a guitarist. Yeah. No, I so too. Um, all right, let's do Saturday. Cause Jake, you didn't go Friday, right? I did not go Friday either. No. All right. Uh, Saturday. Um, for me, Age of Apocalypse, I think, was one of my favorites that day. I also love the bands. So maybe it's a little biased, but they were so fucking sick. Um, Simulacra, they were like, they played a little bit later, like like few bands after. The, but like, I think they were the first band of the day that actually got people to pop off. Um, Pain of Truth was absolutely unbelievable. Like just uh, like people moshing on the stage, like fucking everybody in the entire room singing. It was insane. Um, and then uh tape read, I'm going to throw them in there too. Just that's like, all, you're never going to see that again. So I wanted to oh, mention yeah. them. Jake uh, Abbott. Oh yeah. Go Jake. Um, Saturday. Uh, just come to me in a second. I'm sorry. I'm fucking good. God. Man. <laughs> All right, Ben, go ahead. All right. Uh, off the track set was like one of the best I've ever seen. I was, I would say in, uh, to Eric, I think it's either like that or the Walmart beach show were like two that or the showcase even was really good, but this show was like really good. The judge cover went really well. Dude, people were killing each other to the judge cover. I was not expecting that. I, I that really hyped me up. There was a pile up at one point for one of the actual off the track songs, which we thought was sick. Yeah. Um, Bob was smiling. That doesn't happen often. That does no, not. It does not. <laughs> the Age of Apocalypse set was really good. I I was a little bummed just because I'm. They're another band where it's like they have so many good songs that they don't get to play them all. And yeah. Glory is one of my favorite songs, and they didn't play it. So I was a little bummed by that, but. That's me nitpicking. The Sim set literally had me terrified. Like I was like literally moshing to survive that because everyone was just aiming for the gunning for the fucking crowd. And then oh, even yeah. in you were in, you were still in danger. It was really crazy. And uh, Dylan touched on Pain of Truth way beyond everyone's expectations. And I had a great time during Hatebreed. Uh, Fuck yeah. Colin from Not One Truth was having the time of his fucking life in that pit. Let me tell you. Eric? Uh, my favorite set of the entire weekend was Ringworm. Uh, I hadn't seen him in a long time, and I forced myself to take, like, a really long break. Like, even, I hate to say this, but even, like, halfway through Paint True set, I just went outside and chilled for a little bit, so I didn't watch any NAG, and I didn't watch Drain, and I just forced myself to chill, so I had energy for Ringworm, and the set was just so fucking awesome from, like, start to finish. It was just I don't know. He didn't like do any kind of crowd participation bullshit. He just like got up there and like screamed in everybody's face the entire time. And he sounded so good. All out war. Um, it's like probably like my top two, three favorite hardcore bands of all time. Um, I like, I don't know, go just nuts every single time they play. The only like nitpick I have about it was that they closed with a new song burning season and uh redemption for the innocent and i like i like those songs but they don't have like the mosh parts that's something like resist or condemn to suffer or soak in torment or like i don't even truth in the age of lies like 
they just don't have like that epic like mosh part like right at the end it's more like the pile up and stuff so i just feel like the set order could have been like different otherwise that might have been like my favorite set of the weekend uh mosh mouth and strength for reason were like incredible um what else was saturday simu locker was amazing the off the track set was definitely cool uh i was like really fucking nervous for a little bit i'm really happy that we played like early in the day um i don't know i mean i'll I, i'll fucking play to five people i like literally don't care like playing shows is fun so to get to play the fest like the first year i'm living in philly was definitely like i don't know just a very special thing um i really really wish i had energy for hate breed but at that point my legs were like completely gone just getting old sucks so uh, the set list was fucking awesome. I mean, they played like, I thought it was going to be like perseverance only. And it ended up being like almost all of satisfaction, uh, mad perseverance songs. They played some like, uh, like, like tear it down, knife. like shit off. Yeah. Yeah. Under the knife stuff. They played like tear it down off of, uh, sick. What is that one? What is that record? What's up? The one, the one we. What's the third hate breed? What's the, the fucking rise of brutality? Yeah, rise of brutality. Yeah, 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 hate breed record. Yeah. Well, that's that's not true, but I mean, it is well, a good look, record. So they listen, played some songs off that. I gotta yeah, say, yeah. really quick, Jossel Jossel looks insane. He looks, he looks like, like he dude, was looking. He looks dude, he like that. He like grew out his hair. He grew out his beard. He's wearing a hat. He looks like he owns the freak show. He looks like he's the guy that <laughs> drives a fucking carnival vehicle around and like transports the freak show from city to city he looks insane i thought he was one of the food vendors that wandered up (laughs) i gotta say really quick just because you brought it up if you've never listened to the rise of brutality by hate breeds you need to listen to that shit that's kind of where hate breeds records end for me i don't listen to that much past that at all but the rise of brutality is straight up fucking an incredible album i will say that's all I'll let you guys get back to it. I just had to say that because I feel like a lot of people would be like, oh, a hate breed album that came out in 2003. I'm not listening to that shit, but I don't know. It's fucking it's good. It's epic. It's got yeah, tracks. Fuck that shit, bro. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> Do you have a list, Jake? Or are we just going to? Something? Yeah, I, sorry. I had to pull the uh, I had to pull the fucking the fu- flyer up. Um, so live it down. Uh Andy's my buddy. He's the fucking man, the singer, and uh, there he sounded fucking unbelievable. Sounded so fucking good. They they had a great set. Um, Simulacra, obviously, fucking you know they're they're gonna they're gonna be a force to be reckoned with here soon. Uh, if they start playing out some more, um, violence, scary. Tom's the fucking man. Uh, strength for a reason. Um, Legend, that was maybe one of the best strength of reason sets I've seen. It was so fucking good. This really was, good. The set list was amazing. Uh, the vibes were on. It was so fucking fun. I looked over and uh, AC was moshing, which that's not. That's like, actually insane. That's like not very common. Like me and AC hitting the pit at the same exact time. I just look, I like turn around and he's just there right behind me, like laughing, having like the time of his life. It's like, it's a great, great sight to see there. Um, Never-ending game. I have to give a lot of credit to them. They uh, they held their own against that fucking crate. That the pain of truth set was unbelievable. It literally that set stole the fest. Um, but never-ending game followed right up after them, and they they held their own against it. I'm proud of the boys for that. Um, 
The ringworm set was really good. I I thought that it was going to be a terrible ringworm set because same, bro. The 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 first song they were like they were just not all on the same page, and it was like it was kind of fucking brutal. But uh, they pulled it together. They sounded the best I've heard them sound in a long time. I had never seen ringworm before, and that set literally blew me away. Like yeah, yeah, they they really pulled it together and. It was good special set. Plus, I mean, they, plus, they were the band that had to follow like the insane trio of like three of the biggest bands in current hardcore too. So, right, yeah, it, it had like the makings yeah. of like a recipe for disaster, but it was just so sick for sure. Then, uh, Wisdom obviously got a fucking ride for Wisdom. Awesome set. That's always like unbelievable at this hardcore every fucking year. Nothing new there. And then, uh. The hate breed set, man. I mean, it's fucking legendary. I don't know. I don't know how else to say it. The set list was unbelievable. They sounded great. I mean, it was just a good time. Fuck yeah. All right. Let's wrap this bitch up. Everyone, Sunday really quick, and then we're done. All right. Uh, My bad. I'm like, I was just thinking about the gridiron pool party. Uh, Oh, yeah. We need yeah. to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. We yeah. absolutely need to, yeah. You motherfuckers are going to do it on your own. Y'all better hurry this up. Uh, Steve, you better shut the fuck up, bro. <laughs> bro. I don't know how they do it out in Easton, bro, but I'll beat the shit out of you. All right, you guys should keep going, going bro. Uh, <laughs> no. The best uh, best on Sunday was Shackled, so I don't know. I'm just kidding. Uh, the best sets on, uh, I would say Seed. They fucking killed it. They... Somehow, like the last few shows they played in Philly have been so fucking violent and insane, and like just people love them. I, I wish they could play more shows, and I don't know, dude. Like when Carter played, uh, when Carter statement, he walked away because he's a fucking bitch. When they played, uh, Hardcore Pride on tour, like dude, people in random ass places were all fucking going crazy to it. I wish they'd play out more because people Sick. really do like that band. Um, I love their gimmick of playing the intro, like playing it twice. Yeah, first and last song. Gimmick. Yeah. Um, Regulate, they played three new songs, which I thought was kind of a bold move. Like, s- not really sacrificing your set, but knowing that your set won't be as crazy as it could be because you're playing three songs, but the new songs, but they were sick and like people seemed to be vibing with them and liking them. And dude, like, Seb is literally singing on some, like, actually fucking, like, like belting it out on some of those songs, which it was That's cool. pretty sick. Yeah, he he and like Eric and I have talked about this. Like he's one of the best frontmen for sure. Of Easily, everybody. yeah. So we're just watching him play. It's fucking sick, and got some yep. Jersey members. In yeah, not to interrupt, not to interrupt Dylan, but one thing too is like, so Seb still hasn't recovered from his like meniscus tear that he tear that he did at Fya. So he's right. probably at like. 60% at best right now and he was still, still killing like, it so electric like on stage and everything like he just fucking yeah. demands he, control of the crowd like while he's up there yeah so even imagine if he, can't, if he like, was at 100 he'd be literally leaping in the fucking air yeah yeah exactly and i was gonna say even if you can't do like his crazy jumps and fucking kicks and shit like even just like the the facial expressions when he's playing he's like an actor bro it's crazy uh and then uh Thursday, I gotta say Thursday. They were, so, dude. Jeff Rickley sounds unbelievable live. He is so fucking good. He held it up. He, he, like the whole set. He sounded so good. They played their best record in full. I, Thursday played the first show I ever went to in general. My first show was 
my chemical my chemical romance on thursday so damn they, bro they yeah like they've been one of my favorite bands forever um haven't listened to them in a while until like the this arc and i just was revisiting it for months and i was like i cannot fucking wait to see this because like you you'll never just like hate breed you'll you won't see hate thursday play a setting like that again and like dude one of the highlights of my weekend was watching i didn't even get to see it happen live i wish i did but just seeing a clip of the thursday set and seeing dylan just absolutely murdering people (laughs) yeah (laughs) just swinging on people during thursday which is like no one it was like no one was moshing except dylan fucking 15 year old girl and they were both (laughs) killed just it's so stupid like during autobiography i literally like i i just i went as far as i could in the crowd of people opening the pit just trying to get as many people to fucking trying to make people like i don't know it was just it was so stupid but fun but i liked it 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 yeah about you ben uh yeah my i think the my main three actually were relatively early on in the day or like my main four were actually all right in a row um seat of pain was an insane set really crazy like non-stop energy from everyone after that mh chaos best set of theirs i think i've ever seen dude shout out to fucking surge singing for mh cast now he they fucking found they fucking found what they needed with him he fucking killed it so shout out to him oh that set brought an insane energy from them um and then it was right after- his birthday show. Yeah. 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 He's the man. I love him. He reps Chicago hardcore more than anyone. And I love him. Uh, right after them was Raw Brigade, who had, uh, like, their shows keep getting more and more insane. And, like, to see that out of, a like, a hardcore punk band, no less, when I feel like when I was first coming around Philly, it seemed like no one cared about that shit, kind of. Uh cool to see the other shoe drop and them get the attention they deserve and then right into shackled set done not to to your horn or anything like that but that was like one of the best shackled sets i've ever seen uh a lot of fun putting that one up against the fya set is very hard uh but i i told you this and i'll say it again here like shackled's literally at the point where they have too many good songs and they didn't get to play like all of the hits, like when y'all didn't play Overcome, I was like, what? <laughs> uh, regardless. Uh, thank you, so. bro. Eric, what do you think? Uh, I'll try to be quick with this, but Sunday, Foreign Hands opened the day and they were like literally incredible. Like they had so much crowd participation for being the first band on a Sunday, which is a really tough spot. And they crushed it. Uh, The struck nerve set was pretty sick. It it probably wasn't there. I think it'd be a stretch to say it was the best struck nerve set, but it was awesome for the first time that they played the fest. Right, Jake? It was the first time they played. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the fest. Like, I don't know. The people that ride for struck nerve, like really ride for them. And I'm just very happy that like people care about struck nerve. C was my third favorite set of the entire weekend. It was just like they opened with vocal test right in the hardcore pride. So it was just two absolute ass beaters, like back to back. We're going right into another. And it was just like 13 minutes of just pure fucking chaos. Um, 
gridiron was probably like the set of the day besides Thursday uh, on the Sunday. That was probably the set. It was like comparable to like, I don't know, pain of truth or NEG, like anticipation level for like the Sunday. So I'm really happy that, I mean, I like really wish I could have pitted, but I just was running on like below empty at that point. So even standing was like a fucking chore. Uh, but the set was awesome. I mean, like I really wish world at war was still in the set list. I probably would have hopped down if that was, but it did it the next day. So that was cool. And then Thursday, Thursday's band for me that like me and my one dude who I grew up with, he lived in the same small town as me. We started listening to that band when we were like 12 years old or something. So I've seen him before when I was younger, but like to see him like in that environment, like Dylan said, it was just like crazy experience. I was like really ready to like, just break the fuck down and get out of there. You know, like, so I started like, I hopped up, only watched the first three songs and then I hopped down to start breaking down the tents and shit. But those first three songs, like after auto, autobiography of a nation, that's the track. So, Oh yeah. I don't know. Sunday was a good, that was also like a good day, like band to like close out the fest. It's, it's, it's the Sunday headliner is always a different vibe than a Saturday headliner. For sure. What about you, Jake? Um, well, I'll have to say both sets I played were probably the best sets of the day. Um, Ah. Nah, just kidding. The Struck Nerve set was really fun to play. It was like one of our it's probably one of our best sets. I mean, everyone, there was like a surprisingly a lot of people were there for it happening at fucking 1230 on Sunday. And uh, it was tough to follow foreign hands, but it was fun. It was a good set. Um, Seed was fucking absolutely insane, even though I don't want to fucking give Dave any like credit. Or John. Or, well, John's cool, but Dave. Yeah. I, I can't Dave, lie. Dave, Dave, Dave looked pretty cool playing bass. The, the, the saddest part about the fest being over is that the gimmick that we've been trying to run to the ground that Joe Harcourt is going to beat Dave up for, <laughs> for Seat of Pain. Um, I'm sad that that is over, but I don't know. We'll find another gimmick. Uh, Life's Question. Their set was really good. Um, a lot of people were going off for the... They played like a couple of newer tracks and people were fucking going nuts for them, which is really cool. Um, the gridiron set, I mean, I don't didn't know what to expect. I was like really stressed because uh, my wife was like she wanted to come see us, you know, and uh, we were supposed to like play at 630. But um, one step closer was like flying back from like Europe or whatever and playing the fest and like their flight was like they were like running a little late. So we had to switch with them. So she was like on her way while we were having to play. It was like pretty fucking stressful leading up to it, but it all ended up working out. She got there on time and then, yeah, it was a fucking wild ass set. I mean, a lot of fun. Um, Yeah, I don't know. And then I left after that and got Elvez with her. So that was vibey. Didn't see Thursday. Kind of bummed, but, you know, what can you do, I guess? The te- I forgot to say this before. The terror set list right now is actually perfect. Like they played the same one that they did when they played the church in Philly. It is any and every hit. Like oh yeah, it the true. The one thing I wish they would play though, which um at the show we played with them, 
uh, I wish they played was uh, Out of My Face. That's my favorite terror song. And I've, I've seen them play it like a couple years ago and they fucking took it out. I don't want to play it again so fucking badly. Same, actually. Uh, um, all right, let's do real quick before Carter fucking shoots himself in the head. Let's uh, let's do the uh, the gridiron thing because that was something fucking that was uh, something that, that was church, brother. Yeah, uh, Ben, the fact that you weren't there is so fucking ridiculous. But whatever. Dude, I I had one meeting that day and it was exactly at three o'clock. I'm like, God. So it. so for anyone who doesn't know, uh. Gridiron played in an empty pool, which was supposed to be finished, but they played in an empty pool in New Jersey at uh, Greg Mongoloid's house. Um, we yeah. set up an entire back line, bought, rented a PA the morning of. Everyone got there. We grilled, set up the back line, and Gridiron played to, like, 15 friends uh, in a pool with, like, Sonny there filming it, and it was just so fucking stupid and ridiculous and fun and just hilarious if you it's on fucking youtube right now i mean i don't know if jake or eric want to say anything about it, but i just thought that was so fucking funny yeah it was funny it was uh it's pretty on brand for us to like do shit like that at this point i feel like i could just like do stupid ass shit but greg hit us up to do it and we were like obviously instantly down like just because it's like hilarious um and yeah, I mean, didn't don't regret doing it. It was it was fun. It was stupid and like I said, on brand. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, it was it, it was awesome. Like the image that I have in my head is like the movie, like dude, where's my car? Like where they kind of wake up from like their trance and they're both wearing the track shoots and they're out by the pool and they do like the the one like rap music video. Like that's what that's what I had in my head. Now the pool wasn't filled with water, so it was like not that at all but i don't know like it will it be just, next year it, it was just funny it was like a fun like thing to do that greg's always wanted to do is he's his house is awesome and his pool's sick and i don't know i like really did not want to like move let alone mosh in the background but dom was there and he just looked at me and he's like let's go mosh in the grass it'll look cool and i was like all right so then we both just started fucking cartwheeling in the back dude it looked and, choreographed I mean, it looks like you were doing shit at the same time somehow I don't understand yeah. like you how that's do, even possible. The part where you two cartwheel into each other literally made me like spit water out of my fucking. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, but it, it was awesome, and it was just a really like fun day, just like hanging out with the boys and yeah, and and ladies all day too. To, so like, just yeah. pretty much just chilling, but it was cool to like. I don't know. It was cool to. Play it was a really fun. good end to the weekend because it was like. It wasn't like jumping like right into the cold water of like reality that you got to go back to fucking your normal ass life. Like it right. was just it's like, right, we have one more day to like fucking have fun for, any, for anybody listening. I'm telling you, like the pro move is to take off of work if you can that next Monday after the fest. for, for like, every fest, for every like, single for, for real, for everything like you need that, especially as you get older, that recovery day is just so clutch down the line. I will say this. I pray to God everyone who talks shit about the pool thing kills themselves tonight. Um, who was yeah, even talking shit out of it, bro? Dude, like some dude, fucking loser people, on YouTube that, yeah, that never people leaves. on Sonny's YouTube, like, yeah. You're muted, Carter. Cares about these people, man. They're such a fucking, like, weird bastards, bro. Like, Can you hear me now? Yeah. Those people cheer uh, when people do the worm I, in the pit. Then they're like, oh, this is fucking dumb. Like, I didn't see anyone talk shit. 
they were commenting on the fucking bullshit. People that comment on Sunny shit are literally fucking worthless bots. I literally pray they kill themselves. But sometimes I think that they just like do what we do and like I don't know. They're just just like trolling. Just 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 talk shit for no reason. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna start doing that. Actually, like. We do just do get that. a group chat. You don't need just get a group chat. Just yeah, don't do that don't on the fucking YouTube channel. Fucking thing. Yeah, exactly. yeah. If you comment seriously on YouTube, you literally deserve to be shot in public. <laughs> like, that's I'll all. Hold it, you know, we'll make it yeah. work. All right. Is this a good point to wrap it up? I think I that's really it for now. I got oh, a okay. shout out list. Sorry if, if that's shout, cool. shout it out, Eric. No, no, no. Let's do it, Eric. Shout it out. Holy All right. fuck. All right. I just want real quick. I just want to shout out Elise. Uh, she like she was there for me when I needed it this weekend and she left me alone when I needed it this weekend, too. So shout out to her. Shout out Joe Harcourt. Thank you for booking me on the fest. I had a great time. Shout out Bob Wilson. Shout out Greg. Shout out ZTP. He was an actual legend this weekend. Yes, shout out was. Dylan Shackout, Shackled. Shout out anybody who watched off the tracks. Tyler Mullen, Lennon. Shout out Andrew, Kev, Carl, Mandy, Marty, Stucky, and all the Philly and Delaware young kids that helped with the breakdown and setup shit. You were very valuable this weekend. And then shout out my Mosh brother, the Trinity, Dom, Brandon Galosi, and Keith Gallagher. Yeah, moshing with those dudes is just like always the sickest time in the entire world. Dude, this is like when that was awesome. This is like when Jules from Alone in the Crowd pulled out the thank you list literally out of his pocket on stage <laughs> and talked for 45 minutes and i thought i was gonna die <laughs> yo can i say real quick the fact that the singer of killing time performed with the set list in his hand the entire time <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that. that is fucking it's so crumpled up like it looks like it's about to fall apart if you like touch it a little <laughs> only a few people know about this but jake's benefits show Get even. The singer sang with a gallon of Wawa oh God, tea man. in his hand the entire fucking set. Oh my God, oh, I church. remember. <laughs> Literally the entire set. In Binghamton with Death Before Dishonor, people were like, damn, he's drinking Duncan. Like, that's the most Boston thing ever. No, he was drinking. He had finished his large Duncan coffee and he poured his beer into the Duncan cup and was <laughs> hit through the fucking straw. That is the most Boston. Oh, that's literally did, horrendous. Did I ever bro. tell you what guys... the Wawa iced tea might be the most Delco move of all time? Of that's all time. Yeah, that was yeah. insane. When we played with Antidote, the dude who sang an Antidote played with a binder of lyrics open and just read off the lyrics. Oh my from the binder. God, <laughs> God, man. And then he went to go drink water at one point. He just walked In away. Philly? Yeah. Oh my fucking God, man. Walked all up. right. All right. This will go on forever. Uh, thank you, Ben and Eric, uh, for coming on. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me, bro. Sorry, my shout out list just fucking made you stay awake for five more minutes. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, all trolling aside, Eric's one of my best friends, and he's the man. And I'm glad he we convinced him to do this. And hopefully, Eric, he Eric is a later. legend, bro. Uh, against all odds, Eric doing this was epic, bro. Yeah. He simply Eric. didn't want to at all, but I'm all right. He did. Uh, why would I do that? Why would I? Why would anyone? There's, hear there's, me? there's nothing really to announce. The the comps coming out September 10th. Uh, that's really it. I can think of uh, statements recorded. Statement of prize recording is seven inch in two weeks. More news about that soon. I don't know. Eric, Sim- re- Sim- Simulacra record release. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck. 
and Dylan did a show too. Yeah, um, August twelfth at Debenair Music Hall in Teaneck, New Jersey. If you look up on your phone, it's going to look way worse than it actually is. It's not that hard to get to. It's uh, Simulacra, Last Wishes, Carbonite, Not One Truth, Killing Me, and Means of Survival. Uh, it's going to be fucking awesome. And nice Jersey, Jersey doesn't really get bands like Simulacra and Last Wishes to play, um, like hardcore shows. So fucking come out so more can happen like that. The whole Simulacra Last Wishes tour, if you live in an area that that's coming to, go to a show. And then also... Burning Strong and Struck Nerve are playing like four shows too. So if that's coming to a town, go see that show too. Cause shout out Marty Williams. Shout he, out Marty. He, he's he's gonna need you to go to those shows. <laughs> Damn, bro. You you not having Marty on the shout out list is like the ultimate I did, definition I did. of his life. Did you? I did, yeah. I did. I'll, I'll shout he out. Del- sorry, he Marty. deleted it. <laughs> Struck nerve Struck Nerve shows are uh Greenville, Jake, South Carolina. Jake's not even going. Um <laughs> I don't know where this one is at. Oh, uh, Birmingham. Chattanooga. Chattanooga. Not Richmond. And uh, yeah, not Richmond. Thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, they couldn't find bands to put on the fucking show. So the Richmond shows cancel, which is <laughs> it's literally fucking unbelievable. But that's... we got to end this. Everyone, thank oh, you for listening. Uh, we will be back uh, on a more regular schedule now, I promise. Uh, yeah. Probably not because I have to. I'm going to be busy with shows and shit. So. I'm jumping off a bridge tomorrow. So. I don't know. What? You what kill you? yourself. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> that's Jake. a classic thing to yeah. say, bro. Jake, what are, does, does Gridiron have a tour or something? No, we're playing Sound of Fury. Motherfucker, you'll be here. Get, get the fuck out of well, here. I'm a, I'm a Cali boy now, bro. Just heard the From Within podcast.